What it do, what it do is a new to Master Chief Wazi and my sister Mono. Hello, hello. Wagon, wagon, wagon. How you doing? Good. Are you? I'm good. I'm good. You know, we're we're finally having this episode where you're you're on. You've been crying for a long time in this house about I've been not being begging. On an okay, episode, I been begging. you've been begging. <laughs> you've, been, you've been crying and on your knees and everything and throwing tantrums in the house and all of those things. Okay, who put who say it like that? Basically, Coco, if you're hearing this, she was very upset that you were on this podcast. Why before. are you doing that? Nah, they just have to know. You are the reason to why you're here right now. You see, you did the right things. Okay. You're seeing. Yeah. <laughs> but um, for people that don't know, Mono is my big sister. Been my big sister. That's kind of funny to say. You know what I mean? Um, so her and I, I guess, linked up again, what, 2020? Yeah. Right? That was like 2020. 2020 when I came back, that was like November time. And just to say the least, I guess to people... You're a different person than, than yeah. the person I know that's in front of me right now. You know what I mean? You're emotionally, physically, mentally, just a whole different person. Right. And right now you're the best version, as we can say. Right. Yeah. Is that right to say? Yeah. Yeah. It's okay. Like this is like the best point of my life. Okay. Now we like to hear that. <laughs> now for real, for real. So as you guys obviously know by the title, this is really just about her. It's really just her sharing a story of how she just became the best mono, the best version of herself. You know what I mean? So why don't we start it off from before your journey, before the journey to become the best version of yourself? Yeah. So what was, what, who was mono then? Um, mono was, I was very emotionally unstable All right. and I was somebody that was, um, and this progressed to me being like obviously aggressive mm-hmm. towards you know the people the person I was in a relationship with then, right, right. and also yeah guys she was in a relationship so let's just like put it out there <laughs> at that time at that time yeah no people have to know guys yeah, you didn't say you were in a relationship yeah I was yeah. in re- in a relationship at that time so I was ag- aggressive and then self harm trying mm-hmm. to like you know um, commit suicide and all that okay yeah more into it Yanni. people need to understand where you came from and the journey that it takes then you know what I mean? yes so like you would talk about self-harm you talk about like cutting yourself like I'm, stuff yes, like I'm that talking about well? like cutting myself uh, trying to take you know stuff that would like in my life and all that okay. and then this was a place where i thought a joy and love was going to come from out there obviously mm-hmm. like i was making um giving everybody like more like assuming that everybody was responsible for your pain, for my pain. Okay. Because, um, you know, when you're in that state, you feel entitled to like, um, you're, what can I say? You're like, um, you're in a vulnerable state Mm -hmm. where you, when you're a victim, you think everybody owes you, right. right, You know, like, uh, healing the, all your happiness and everything. So I had to get to a point where like I took responsibility, which was the first step. Mm-hmm. Taking responsibility, obviously, knowing that I am the common denominator in this thing. Mm-hmm. If I'm not good, relationships are not good. My relationship with you guys is not good with mm-hmm. my family. My rela- uh, Even at work, I will not perform to my best. Mm-hmm. And so that was like, you know, the initial um, step that changed everything. 
Yeah. So, okay. So I guess now that people have kind of gotten the idea of where you came from, Mm -hmm. let's talk about who, how did that bad or the negative mono rather become now the best version? So like, what steps do you, did you go through? I guess as people are listening to this, Mm -hmm. they probably want to know, like, what did you do? And maybe not necessarily how long, but like, Mm -hmm. what were your challenges as you went through these steps? Right. And then how you overcame them and stuff like that. So I don't know how many points you have, but like, let's go through them. So the first one, like I said, being not taking responsibility and just wanting like, you know, help me, Mm -hmm. like love me and know that. And taking responsibility. Pardon? You mean taking responsibility? Yes. Taking responsibility. That's being like the the initial step. Yeah. And then um, obviously changing the conversations that I was having with myself in my head. And Mm -hmm. this is things like I'm not good. Is it still step one? This is the second step. Okay. Yeah. So the second step being, um, you know, changing the conversations that I was having uh, internal dialogue yes so things like i'm not good enough mm-hmm. um i can never make it in life like i won't you know i, I can't be loved mm-hmm. i'm not pretty enough even mm-hmm. though i'm gorgeous <laughs> i wish this was a video podcast so you can see the reactions right now i have to roll my eyes just a little bit no. yes and the the third point being like this is something that you already know mm-hmm. that the most important thing in my life is a relationship with God. Facts. For me, that's like the foundation for everything. So if my re- like I'm if I'm good, you know, pursuing God, um, reading the Word and everything, that becomes like you know the source of my knowledge, like defining how I see things, my changing my perception, mm-hmm. because that's for me that is truth. Mm-hmm. And the last one being. I became, um, I've always been somebody that's very um, curious and wanting to expand my understanding and knowledge. Mm -hmm. So um, I committed myself to reading. I can study. I study anything. Like I don't have to be in finance to Mm -hmm. learn about issues of like finance, issues of computers. I'll even start learning about planets, like anything. Mm -hmm. I don't like, you know. Uh, limit myself. You're not confined in a box. I'm not confined in a box, right. and that has like played a role in changing and seeing life from all angles, mm-hmm. which really did, which was like really like a big part of the process for I me. See. Yeah. So let's go back to the first one about I guess recognizing right and realizing that you are the problem. Yeah. Right. That was the first one that you said. Yes. Basically. So why don't you dive a bit more into that so that people kind of understand. How did it click in your head? And then what did you then, how did you fine tune your mental state to move forward to the second step? Yes. Um, You see, like one of the main reason that I took that responsibility was like, like after my relationship ended. Okay. And for me, I didn't take it like I had, I I didn't blame the other person Mm -hmm. because I knew obviously what was going on in the relationship and Mm -hmm. stuff. And a lot of people don't take responsibility. We tend to think that, you know, since I'm the victim, so I'm perfect. It's everybody, everybody else is the problem. Mm -hmm. I'm doing the right thing or whatever it is that, you know, yeah. Whatever discussions you're having with yourself. But for me, I remember that being, you know, the initial step that I took, like to know like, okay, I've, not that I'm saying that, you know, 
I lost a good thing. Okay, like I did lose a good thing. That's mm. how I thought about it. But the, because of my attitude and your actions, um, my and actions like and everything, so I was like, okay, I ca- how what more am I going to lose? Mm. They say because even uh, at work, at some point, I couldn't perform well because of the same issue. Okay, so it's like every like every, I felt like every other part of my life was not working because I wasn't okay. You know, as a so person. So, what you're saying? Are you saying that the relationship was then your wake up call? It was like my wake up call. That? It was definitely okay. my wake up call. Okay. Yeah. I see. And then from that, as from, you, as the recognition came, that yeah. once that ended, the recognition came that okay, I'm clearly the problem in yes. a lot of different things here. Yes. So now, once you got to that part of realization and accepting that yes. you are the cause, then talk us into the second step now. Yes. And the second step being, um, obviously changing the conversations Mm -hmm. that I was having with myself. How'd you do that? I, I said it, this one was like forcing myself to. I'd assume it's one of the hardest parts. It is one of the hard, what the hardest parts, hardest parts, excuse me, because you can't trick yourself in believing something. You literally have to go through a process of understanding that, um, uh, what I'm saying it mm-hmm. is what it is, you right. know? So it's like, I'm not just lying to myself that I'm beautiful. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am beautiful and stuff. And I can connect this point to my relationship with God because that's what helped me change that mm-hmm. conversation mm-hmm. because learning about reading about, you know, how God created me and that I'm precious I'm special that I was an idea 100%. in, you know, I was an idea in God's mind mm-hmm. and, you know, he thought about me and I'm his favorite child, right. by the way. Mm. <laughs> like I tell you, I'm I definitely going to one. heaven. <laughs> so my sister thinks that somehow, oh, some I'm way, convinced about this. God gave her a list, right? <laughs> about the people that are going to heaven and to hell. And she says that she's the first person on that list that's going to heaven and a few other people Yes. And then apparently everyone else. So if you are listening to this right now, you're going to hell, apparently. Yes. That's basically what Mona is saying. But, you know, you can't, you can't you listen to You know that it. you're on the list of the people going to hell, right? Now you've said it plenty <laughs> of times, but anyways. But taking long to put me on this. So. I highly doubt. <laughs> I think the only reason I might be going because you're on this thing right now. But you're going you, to heaven. For me. Mm. Obviously, I knew from day one. Congratulations. Uh-huh. I, I read my Bible and everything. Me, I'm a strong, faithful black man. But yeah, no, go on. Yeah. So that changed. Um, so that obviously like you, there are different ways you can, people interact with the Bible. Mm-hmm. For me, I, I was it's able to. the third step you talk about. Pardon? It's the third step you're talking about. The, yes. Okay. The, third, the, the third step on the relationship with God. So reading the word obviously changed my perception, mm-hmm. changed how I see things. It made me know that, you know, there's, there's, life is more than just what I see it to be or how I interpret it based on the experiences, the bad experiences that I've had. And majority of the bad experiences that I've had have come from the bad decisions that I've made myself. Mm -hmm. So I'm not in a place to really complain that I am suffering the consequences, you know, of the bad decisions that I, you know, made. Mm Mm-hmm. And so that it brought that such um, knowledge and changed my perception like that. So I know like for myself, especially you could say maybe even like 
six months ago to a year, let's say six months ago, mm-hmm. you know, I had, especially when it comes to like spirituality in the sense of like yeah, being consistent, right? Um, I had this whole thing where I was very, like I'd read the Bible maybe once here, once in a while type of thing. Maybe mm-hmm. even forget about prayers or like that kind of stuff, if you understand yeah. what I'm saying. So for people that find themselves always taking one step forward and then two steps back mm-hmm. on a consistent basis, right? What yeah. would you say to them? Because I'm assuming this is something that you went through trying yeah. to become to so, the best version of yourself. Yeah. One of the issues that people have, or one, one of the things that I observed about myself is the obsession for perfection. All of us. There is no such thing as perfection. Mm-hmm. And we have, we, we, we all have this like preconceived idea of what the, um, the good looks like or what achieving a, a particular goal that you have set for yourself yeah. looks like. And just like reality is different. Mm-hmm. And so you find like, because it doesn't look like, you know, how you designed it in your head, you tend to like, you know, panic, like mm-hmm. it's not uh, looking the way I thought it would look like. Right. And so we are create, we are obsessed with perfection. And when you make that one mistake, it's you go crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I'll never, this is what I'm saying. I'm not good enough. Such conversation that you'd have with yourself. But then it's like, um, yeah, there's no such thing as perfection. So make as many mistakes. And I've actually found out that I learn more from the mistakes that I make. The, the more I fail and mm-hmm. fall, like the the better I get. People just fear failing in whatever they do, which oh, yeah. is like understandable, right? Because no one wants to be bad at anything they want to jump into. Oh, yeah. But it's very understandable to, to know that like, hey, there are lessons in. It teaches you more than probably succeeding does every single time. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. Every failure is going to be a strength added onto you for the next time something happens. Yeah. And you're kind of like, oh, okay, cool. I know how to deal with this and even if you don't you kind of already have the mindset of let me still try right if i fail i fail it but let me at least still try what i can do you know what right I mean? so yeah i definitely got what you're saying oh yeah and especially with the times that we're also living in mm-hmm. where you know you you are you know bombarded by gurus that just talk about this success this false success prophets. that <laughs> hey false prophets they're packed in this place man it's actually a bit scary i can't even lie to you yes the false prophets mm, anyways the bible wonders we still don't listen to these things <laughs> these are the times my brother Blurst. with this smoke with this monkey pox and whatever and the pandemic <laughs> ah no guys we're actually in the pits right now i mean if i don't make racks in the next five years that's your time frame no, 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 no. We'll have this conversation later, but okay. no, 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 that's not my time frame. But anyways, back to the topic at hand. Um, I always, I also believe in like, there's never really like a one man army. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like you can't do everything yourself. Yes. Right. So yes, you have God and that's more of like a spiritual internal thing. Yeah. But talk to us about like, were there any external factors that kind of helped guide you into the person that you are now? Oh yeah. And you're actually one of those people. Gang, gang. Of course I am. Like, <laughs> Cause my motivation for this was also thinking that since being the firstborn, mm-hmm. obviously the pressure of wanting to be like an example, like yeah, a good yeah, example, yeah. you know, to help out to see, try, yeah. Set an example for you guys. Mm-hmm. And you and I 
would started having conversation about this mm-hmm. where we would talk and you would show me how to look at things from you know a certain angle especially from a guy's perspective right right you know and then that helped me see like learn a lot of things mm-hmm. yeah we've had a lot of conversations where you've helped me you know change my outlook on things and all that and it's crazy that you say that because there are a lot of times um there are a lot of conversations i have with a lot of different people mm-hmm. especially women and the common denominator in a lot of these conversations is the fact that there's always a misunderstanding of how yes each one of us thinks yeah you know what i mean so yeah. everyone is always like oh i didn't know that you that you guys thought like this and then yeah. the guys are like oh i didn't know that women thought like this you know what i mean and right because we naturally think that humans should all have the same kind of mindset, you know, same kind of views and morals and whatever. We kind of forget that each person is really like an individual soul with their own mindset and their own beliefs and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. You know, so it's really interesting that you say this now and then me just remembering rather that I had these conversations with people, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah. Anything else which you would like to add on our final points here before we wrap up yeah um i guess just to like summarize everything yeah when and i do them <laughs> ted, they do them ted bits you know at the end just give you guys a little two cents right here and there you know just to like you said summarize it and yeah. then just give our our last point is really yeah so you have to really understand that one of uh, the most important thing is like help is not out there Mm-hmm. Like it's not really out there. Like it starts with you. Okay. Like you have to like initiate the, you know, the process yeah. for you, yeah. for you to get better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's your point. That's my point. Just responsibility. Cause yeah, people, one. people don't take responsibility. Lars. That's true. <laughs> that's like the foundation for everything else. So what I got from this, as you're talking, um, really is just that like understanding why, mentally being vulnerable is a, is a foundation mm-hmm. right of your problems rather yeah you know what i mean once you understand that it is then it helps you move forward and yeah you're like, okay cool i get this so let me now go to step two as you're saying right first step recognition and then so on and so forth right right my second point is like you just said honestly is you are the solution to your problems yes you know once you put your mind to it and it can be with anything it can be with school it can be with you know what I mean? Whatever yeah. personal thing that you're going through, if you think about yourself and being the solution, your mind starts to shift and start to look for answers within yep. yourselves first before you can find it around. Right. You know what I mean? Right. And then my last point, or the last thing at least I heard from you is treat yourself with care. Yes. You know what I mean? Just learn to love yourself first. You yeah. know, your flower, water yourself daily with knowledge, with love, with care. Yeah, and you take yourself to a spa or whatever <laughs> you got to do. But like, you know what I mean? Just treat yeah. yourself as you'd want people to treat you right. in the best version. Be you know your I mean? own safe environment. Exactly. And yeah. space. Be yeah. a safe haven. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, man. So we're happy to have you here. You know, it's been great to finally have this episode. Thank you. You know, guys, this has been episode 11 on how she became the best version of herself. And she really has, which has been amazing to just see you go through this whole journey from the time I came back. Oh yeah. You know, until today that we're recording this. So shout out to you for real, for real. And on that note, guys, don't forget to share. Don't forget to like, subscribe, share it with your families, your mothers, your brothers, your sisters, <laughs> your uncles, the goats, the cows in your backyard, all of them shot, you know, make sure you do all that. 
and please leave a review as well those things you know they help with the algorithm right there in spotify apple podcast and wherever you listen to your things to be honest with you and on that note guys scary i'll turn the cameras off Peace.